Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. So yesterday we finished up Luke 6, and today we're moving on to Luke 7, verses 1 through 35, with a few more stories about Jesus' healings and teachings. So grab your Bible if you want to read along, and take a couple notes or draw a picture when we're done so you can remember what we learned today. Let's dive in. The Faith of the Centurion When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There, a centurion's servant, a centurion was a Roman soldier, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus, and the centurion sent some elders to the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. You see, the centurion was loved by the Jews, and he was likely a Roman who practiced the Jewish traditions. But since he wasn't a Jew himself, he asked the elder or older Jews to go to Jesus because he didn't know if Jesus would help him since he was a Roman. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly, meaning sincerely or honestly, with him. This man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built a synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to him to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. Okay, these words by the centurion give us a lot of help to understand how much he respected Jesus. But say the word and my servant will be healed, for I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. Okay, so not only did his greeting help us understand his respect for Jesus, but now we know how much he understood the authority Jesus had on earth, that he could perform miracles just by word alone. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. You can be a believer of great faith, just like the centurion. The key to that is to believe that God and Jesus are great. Just because we can't see God, and just because Jesus isn't walking on this earth right now, does not mean that God's word, his promises in the Bible, won't work when we show our belief in our actions and our words. Jesus Raises a Widow's Son Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And since women didn't get jobs outside the house, now she'd have no one to care for her, no support. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the coffin they were carrying him on, and the bearer stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. 
they were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. That's a cool miracle, and it's the first time in Luke we hear about Jesus raising someone from the dead, just like he would do after he died on the cross. Jesus and John the Baptist John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, John sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? You see, here John was sitting in prison and wondering if his cousin Jesus was the Savior or Messiah. When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? That very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So, he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind received sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. That's Isaiah 61.1, which Jesus was fulfilling. Same passage he read in the synagogue in Luke 4. Jesus wanted John to be encouraged to continue to have faith in him, despite his circumstances. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No. Those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. That's Malachi 3.1, by the way. I tell you, among those born to women, there is no greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people, even the tax collectors, when they heard Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right, because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves, not because they had been baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, To what, then, can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace, calling out to each other, We played the pipe for you and you didn't dance. We sang a dirge and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, someone who eats and drinks way too much, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. Do you ever doubt that you really know Jesus? Does God just sometimes feel like outer space? You know it's there, but you aren't really sure. Did you know that it's totally and completely okay to feel that way? The Bible tells us that it's okay because even John the Baptist felt like he wasn't sure about Jesus at times, and he had heard God's voice say that Jesus was his son. But followers of Jesus demonstrate or show their faith through their perseverance, meaning they continue to do it even though it's difficult. You see, Jesus is the only way to heaven, 
and we'll continue to learn more about that as we read more of his teachings in the rest of Luke and the other Gospels. Will you pray with me? Dear God, it amazes me that you are here for me whenever I need you. Thank you for always being present and ready for me. Help me to always be strong in my faith, even when times are tough. Friends, talk to God about something you're struggling with right now. God, thank you for showing us you are the great comforter. We saw that when Jesus comforted both the centurion and the widow, when they both had lost people that they loved. Help me to show others that I care about them too. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend. So what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend. And if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.